Students at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln file into a classroom. All right, everyone, we're going to go ahead and get started. Braden Foreman leads a weekly seminar for the freshmen who have been accepted into the new Teachers Scholars Academy. The Teacher Scholars Academy is a cohort living experience for 40 future teachers. Um, This is the first year of the cohort, um, but really the goal of it is to create and help mold uh, teachers who are really effective for the future. 40 freshmen are at the start of a journey that eventually leads to classrooms in Nebraska and across the country. Guy Trainin, chair of the UNL Department of Teaching, Learning, and Teacher Education, is excited about the potential. The goal of the Teacher Scholars Academy is to grow this next generation of educators that will serve Nebraska and can even go beyond Nebraska, but we're really focused on creating this group of educators that would lead the really next wave in education. In this episode of Leading Nebraska, we learn how the Teacher Scholars Academy will help shape education for the 21st century. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Becca hits and her friends pile on the elevator at their residence hall, heading for the sixth floor. This is the dorm floor for students in the Teacher's Scholars Academy. Yeah, so I'm way down here. Becca walks down the long hall, past doors decorated with posters, and enters the room she shares with her roommate, Haley. It's a comfy place to study and hang out. We usually have our door open for people to come in. As you can see, people do. Um, Becca wants to be a special education teacher. I just think it's like the closest thing you can be to a superhero. She's from Omaha and has become friends with Allison Wimhoff, a scholar who comes from the small Nebraska town of Elgin. Allison says living and learning together on the same dorm floor helps students connect. If you have a question on your homework, anybody will help you. And we're all in the same boat, like we're all in this together. It's not easy all the time. And often we just, you know, get together and talk it out. So, I mean, everyone has each other's back and we always know that If you're struggling, there's someone next door. The scholars share a passion for teaching, but Becca says each student shines in a different way. Even though we're all education majors, we all have a different strength. Like we have someone in the cohort who's really good at math and science, and I am not very good at math and science, so I know that he'll be able to help me on my math homework next semester. (laughs) And at the end of this first semester, Allison says the students are a tight-knit group. You, yeah, you came to college knowing you had 40 people, yeah. 40, 40 friends already, yeah. which was super comforting for me. Mm-hmm. Coming from a small town, I didn't think I'd be able to do it, but I came here with 40 guaranteed friends, which is pretty cool. It's a community by design. Braden Foreman, the program coordinator, points to research that suggests community builds retention and success. It's pretty phenomenal because when you do build that community and they live together, they take classes together, such as the seminar, um, that community really does develop pretty quickly. Um, And um, I I think what I've seen so far is that they've been able to have conversations in a much deeper level. Well, I got dinner with Vanessa and we were mostly talking about um, just kind of like We talked about like student teaching and approaching practicum a little bit. You can hear that deep connection in the seminar. 
students recap an assignment that involved meeting with a partner over dinner and answering a list of questions. I don't know, we definitely talked about like what high school was like for us. Holding ourselves accountable, making sure like we're encouraging inclusion. Throughout. It's the kind of interaction that brings a smile to the face of Guy Trainin. When he and his colleagues were dreaming and planning and grinding away to make the academy a reality, they were hopeful, but not certain. Well, there's joy in it. I mean, there's a lot of work going into it, but until it happens, you're not, you're never really sure that it's going to happen. So seeing the students interacting with them, spending time with them is always uh, great. And what we're seeing through the work we're doing, even this early on, they're in their first year, is that they are really thinking deeply about teaching and what does it mean to teach, to connect with kids, to uh, think about the future, to innovate. The Teachers Scholars Academy was launched as a way to prepare students to teach in a constantly changing world. For example, Trainin remembers when gathering information for a report meant checking out a couple of books from the library. Now you go into Google and you get four million hits with movies and pictures and lots of sources and our job has changed completely from it's really hard to find very little to at the click of a button, you can find a lot. And so your task is not the finding, your task is really the sorting, the deciding what is important, what is trustworthy and what isn't. Students in the academy are learning to be innovative, flexible, ready for change. Braden Foreman says that's important because the classroom of tomorrow doesn't exist yet. It's always a challenge because um, you never know what the future classroom will look like. We kind of know what they look like now, but it's always changing. And that's really exciting. And I think what we're doing is helping them be critical thinkers, um, which is a great way to help them be able to respond to that. Um, but really getting that critical thinking component is going to be crucial for us. In its first year, the Selective New Academy attracted students from rural and urban parts of Nebraska and from six other states. William Wilton, a student from Gresham, Nebraska, says the diversity expands his worldview. Being in this program in this academy can help me relate to other people out of different backgrounds and different experiences. And I'm also, I learn every day from everybody because of their different experiences, their knowledge, and their, uh, what makes them them helps me be able to better relate to future students. The Teachers Scholars Academy provides students with research opportunities and leadership development. A service learning requirement helps students engage with communities and schools. Bella Kayadui volunteers with an after-school program for at-risk youth. I absolutely love it. The kids are so nice. I sit there and I help them with their homework. We go downstairs and play games and it's so heartwarming to work with them. Students accepted into the academy earn a full tuition scholarship, a factor that made a big difference for Allison Wimhoff. If I didn't get the scholarship here, I probably wouldn't have been able to afford it here and I probably wouldn't be going here. So, I mean, just that the, the help they give us to be in this amazing program is unbelievable. Thanks to a generous gift from the William and Ruth Scott Family Foundation, the program will help ease a growing teacher shortage. Trainin says that too often, students get the message that they'll rack up debt for a low-paying career. The Teachers Scholars Academy is an effort to flip the narrative. To really help 
those who are interested in teaching say this is something worth doing, this is something that we think is worth doing. So the signal we're sending, uh, those who are helping us with the funding and our, us as a university, we're saying this is worth doing and we believe in this so much that we are going to help you make it happen. Back at the dorm, students are on their laptops getting ready for finals week. I have a math test tomorrow, so we are studying. In four years, this cohort of students will cross the stage and pick up their diplomas, ready to start a career in the classroom. Bella says the Teachers Scholars Academy is making a lifelong dream come true. I can't even express like how much stress has been lifted off of me just by Having these people around me, people who have the same passions and, you know, people like Brayden who care about us and want us to do the best. And also like the amazing amount of scholarship money that's, you know, like taking a burden off me and my family is just so amazing and I'm so thankful for it. You've been listening to Leading Nebraska. To read the transcript for this podcast or to find more stories about how the University of Nebraska builds a stronger state, visit nebraska.edu slash nu for NE.